0: Hi, this is Millie, and welcome to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you will find the validation and love that you've been searching for. First thing, like always, is welcoming any new listeners. Um, And of course, my gratitude to my regular listeners, and I hope that my podcast have helped you to see things, um, have helped you to feel validation because that's the number one thing with having a narcissistic parent since no one believes you who's in your life, but I believe you and so do many other people. Um, I have reached 2,000 followers on Instagram, which... To me, a big deal may not be a big deal to a lot of you because <clears throat> some of you may have, you know, hundreds of thousands, but I'm able to get, I was able to get 2,000 people in a very niche situation that from statistics I've read online is only 1 to 2% of the population is narcissistic. I would... Go up against anyone and say, No, that's not true. And the proof is in the pudding of two people, 2,000, over 2,000 people following me. And that's just those 2,000 people who've seen and somehow found my page or my podcast. That is not 1 to 2% of the population. I, I would argue that. Anyway, moving on, today's topic is one that. You hear the word all the time, but, you you know, if you think about it, what does it really mean? And that's boundaries, right? Boundaries. What We know what boundaries are, right? Boundary is a separation between two things, right? But what does it mean when we have to put up boundaries? And boundaries aren't just for the narcissistic parent. I mean that's the number 1 boundary. But it's for everyone in your life. For your friends, for your coworkers, for your your boss, for everyone. Because boundaries is what tells people how to treat you. Right? If you allow people to scream at you and you don't say anything, or put up a boundary, they're going to continue to scream at you, right? Another thing that boundary does, and I just posted this on my, on the Instagram, by the way, if you don't follow me, please do at escaping narcissistic mothers, all one word, and I'll put it in the show notes. Um, Another thing that boundaries do is it separates the good people in your life from those people who don't belong there. Because people who are in your life and you put a boundary down and they get offended by the boundary, they're not your people. Okay? Because we live in a life where we have to respect people. Right? We have to respect what they want in their life. And if you don't want to respect that, then you don't belong in their life. So... Let's start first with the most obvious, which is placing boundaries to a parent, which is really difficult to talk about because for you, it's going to be a different boundary than for me. But I'll give you an example. And really, I have to talk about before I went no contact because that's the final boundary, right? I'm not going to speak to you and you're not going to speak to me and I'm gonna cut out everyone who does speak to you because I don't want them to, I don't want you to ever find out anything about me. That's the final, you know, the wall of steel and iron and, and whatever, you know, really hard materials. That's the last boundary you can put up. Let's talk about boundaries when you're still in contact. Which a lot of you are, and that is okay. As long as you have good, if you have good boundaries, you you can, and you don't live with the narcissistic parent, you can have a very distant relationship with them, if, I, if you can even call it that, because um, I had a Zoom meeting this past Sunday, and it went so well, and it was eye-opening for me, and I learned a lot from it. And I loved that I learned a lot from it, right? And I had ladies that were in different places, okay? And please, no one get offended. I'm just portraying the different phases of the realization that your mother's a narcissist and then how much you're putting up with at the time. Um, I had... Everywhere from someone who knows their mother's a narcissist, but is still fully involved in the mother's life and is still upset and not understanding, right? But the bottom line is we don't have to understand why they behave the way they do. It's just a matter of accepting that they are the way they are and they're not going to change no matter how hard you try. We've all tried really hard. We've all gone back. We all wanted the love. We all wanted to think this is a possibility. But they don't change. All the way to a little bit of contact here and there. But she's still hurting me by her words. And then all the way to... I barely speak to my mother and the only reason I don't go full no contact is because I have a big family and family's so important and I get that. You know, I'm I'm in support of every phase. It's just we have to learn how to deal with each phase so that you're not going crazy, so that you're healthy yourself. And then no contact. Okay, so boundaries. I can give you an example of a boundary I put down, um, before I went no contact, before anything happened extreme, um, in, in, in this situation, I, my mother got a bad habit of calling me around 830 at night. Now you, you don't call somebody at 830 or nine o'clock at night unless it's important, right? It's just not a good time, especially if you're married, you know, it's, That's the time you have to spend with your partner to have a little bit of, you know, that's, that's your snuggle time or or whatever time, you know, it's your time. So she was calling and, and the, the second time she called, I said, you know what? You don't need to call me at this time. If anything happens, I promise I will let you know. I left it at that she called again the following night and I said, okay, I'm going to say it again, but I'm going to be a little bit more, um, aggressive about it. So I told her, I said, do not call me at this time. If anything happens, I will let you know, but please do not call me at this time. And she actually, at that point, did not call me the next night. I, I think I upset her. I think she got upset, um, and she did more of the stonewalling. I can't really remember if she didn't call me like the next day or whatever. And I, I don't. I, at that point, I really didn't care. I was at that. I was starting to realize who she was, and I was like, "Well, you know, if she doesn't call me. She doesn't call me. But she's not going to call me every night at nine. That's crap." So there's an example of a boundary, and they have to accept it. And with, with a narcissist, you cannot, let me repeat that so you hear it really well, you cannot put a boundary down and let them break the boundary, because they're going to try to break it. And the more that you tell them, it's okay to break my boundaries, the less respect you will get. With a narcissist, there's no going back on a boundary. When you set a boundary, you have to stick to it, and you have to repeat it, and you have to act on it, right? If you, let's say, live in a house, and this came up in the Zoom call, where the parent has access to the house because, whatever reason, they have a key and they can get in. You have to put a boundary down. And the boundary cannot be spoken in that situation. The boundary is, I'm changing the locks. And I'm putting an alarm system or a, a camera in the front porch. Because you're not allowed in. That's a boundary. Um, again, for me, the boundary is going to be really different than for you. It just depends on what they do. right? Are they mistreating you are they comparing you to your sibling for example that's a boundary that you have to put down and it's very simple you have to state your stance and say please do not compare me I will not allow not please don't say please you're not begging you this is your right to have boundaries this is your right as a human um, you say, do not compare me to my brother and sister. And if they continue, you end the conversation, period. That is how you show a narcissist that you mean business. And every time they bring it up, you end the conversation. Okay, mom, dad, I will talk to you another time. Hang up the phone. That's it. It's over. They have to get it that way. That's the only thing they understand is action and repeated action. Remember, these are very immature people. Very, very immature. So you have to treat them like you would treat a 3-year-old that that did something bad. Put them in the corner for 3 minutes and do not, you know what they say, don't don't let them get up. Same here, don't let them cross the boundary. Now, <clears throat> boundaries aren't just with the narcissist, of course, that's that's what my podcast is about. But what about boundaries with friends? What if you have um a friend who is just who is what I call the one upper because I had a friend like that and I put my boundary down finally? And I never actually told her stop lying to me, because that's an uncomfortable thing to say. Because if someone's lying to you and it's, they're big whoppers of lies and you can tell it's a lie when you're hearing it, but to them it's the, they they want you to think it's the truth. That's a difficult thing to say to someone, hey, you're lying to me, stop lying. So I, in, in that case, my boundary was I'm done, but it wasn't the lying that got me there. And it should have been. For many years, I put up with her one-upping me, right? Every time I had any news, she had better news. And if I said, whatever, you know, I I got my hair cut. Oh, yeah, I just got my hair cut and colored and it's beautiful and this and that. You know, it was always that one-up situation. What finally made me cut ties with her was that, she said something to me which was exactly the same way my mother said the same thing to me with the same words that it was clear to me that she was a flying monkey and that's why I I just cut ties I didn't I actually my boundary was just put in I didn't say anything to her and um I think I just felt like I had put up enough with her that I I didn't have to. And that's your choice, right? That's your choice. Honestly, thinking back, maybe if my emotions hadn't been in it so much, maybe I would have told her, hey, um, that is exactly what my mother said and, and, and asked her, right? But the fact that I knew that I was also going to not have to listen to her lies... And listen to her problems. Because that that's another thing. She was the problem machine. Um, That I knew that I was going to have a relief from that. And I did. Let me tell you something. For someone that I was friends with for thir- over 30 years. It really was a relief not having to talk to her anymore. It just happens that way. But maybe I would have done it differently. It depends. So <clears throat> you have to put boundaries down with your friends. If you have an intrusive friend, yeah, you know, some of us have that friend that's constantly calling, and and you know you can just send a text saying, "Hey, I, I I'm busy now." I try to respect that as much as I can with the the one close friend I have here. Um, if she says to me, "I'm busy, I'm doing this, I'm doing that," okay, fine, no problem. You call me when when you are ready to call me. And that's, that's, that's how it's supposed to go, right? If someone, if you tell someone, I'm busy, I'm not available right now, I'm studying. Some people are, you know, in college studying. Can I please get back to you after finals? They're supposed to say, oh, good luck. I'm sorry. I'll talk to you at that point. And that's it, right? That's a good person who's in your life, and you pick up after you know with your finals right That's how it works at work okay. The other big thing is a co if a coworker crosses boundaries with you and, and what people do is they test to see how far they can get. I had this coworker uh years ago. this was my first well, my first last, my last, not my first, my last real p- position job. And I was dealing with two women that that were, wow, they were difficult to get along with. But this one in particular, um, I didn't know what narcissism was. But now I, I can very confidently say she was a narcissist. Her sons didn't speak to her, her adult sons. And no one in the office liked her. Well there there was a situation and I don't want to get too much into it but um <clears throat> we were all temps and they were going to hire two of us and all three of us were looking for work because we didn't know which two were going to get hired on permanently um and I was looking for work and she came up to me where I was sitting and she asked me in Spanish because she thought no one in the office would understand um but I was so fed up and I usually don't stand up or put a boundary down easily with other people, but I did this time. Um, she asked me, are you, a, are you applying? Did you go on an interview? And I said to her in English, that's none of your business. And I said it loud enough. It was a small office. So everyone could hear it. And the woman who was sort of my supervisor was right next to me anyway. Um, And she said to me in Spanish, you're so disrespectful. You know, because she was a few years older than me. Like, I should respect the ground that she walked on. Well, as it turns out, two days later, she was let go. And the other woman and I were hired permanently. I think that's what pushed it over the edge. I really do that. They heard that I was frustrated and she, did, she had no right to intrude in my business. So, and they retaliate. They don't like boundaries. I'm asking you to, to tell me what's going on in your life and you have to tell me. No, I don't. And I'm not gonna. And if you're come in, you come at me like that, I'm gonna come right back at you. Now it shouldn't always be a fight or an argument. I mean, it could be done in a different way. If the person approaches you and they're trying to get information in a slightly, you know, in an underhanded way, then you have to treat it that way, right? You have to be underhanded too with your boundary. Oh, are are you are you trying to look for a job? And you say, oh, you know, you put your boundary in a different way. Oh, you know, I'm. I'm I'm just seeing what's out there, but you don't actually give them the information. There's so many ways. This is, this is such a large topic because there's so many ways to put boundaries down. A boundary is as simple as, I can't go with you to drink, to drink coffee today and the person should respect it, right? If you have a supervisor who's always infringing on your boundaries In that situation, this is my take on it because I had a narcissistic principal, um, who caused me a lot of issues to the point where I'm still not working. I don't know if I'll ever work again because I have Graves' disease now, but, and and I don't always feel good. Um, but she was my principal for two years and for two years, She bullied me, and it was ridiculous things like my hair was too red. I used an auburn hair color, and my hair was too red. She picked on me for that. She did many, many, many things to me, and I was just done with it. And what I did was I finally did what I wanted, which was walk away. Um, I wanted to leave teaching years before, but my mother, surprise, surprise, kept telling me, no, you have to be a teacher because I I suspect the reasons are, you know, um, her saying that I'm a teacher is is something she could brag about to people, right? Because I was an extension of her. And the other thing is she knew I was unhappy. So she wanted to keep me unhappy. I should have done things on my own, but you know, you can't go back in time. I can just go forward. So Boundaries can be done in many different ways. I mean, you can try and continue a relationship with someone by setting boundaries and having, hoping that they don't try to stomp on them. And if they do, you know they're not your tribe. Or if it's a supervisor, life is too damn short, okay? That's, and I don't say, I'm not saying every single one of you that has a difficult supervisor should just up and quit. Now is not a good time. But life is too damn short to be in a situation where your supervisor, the person who is overlooking you, is going to make your life miserable because that is difficult. That is one-third of your life that you spend at plus at work. And this is a person, and it gets complicated. I did HR for many years. If you go to HR... The person knows about it. And then the, the, the relationship is more strained. It's so complicated. So putting the only boundary you can put down with a supervisor, in my opinion, is either you talk to them one-on-one and hope to resolve the conflict. Like if they belittled you in a meeting talking to them one on one and going you know that is not an acceptable way to talk to me in front of other people next time i would appreciate it if you talk to me one on one instead of in front of others um that's one way that doesn't always work but you can try and but if it's a continual thing and it it's just life is too short i am not telling you to quit i am just saying Life is too short, and you have to weigh the pros and the cons. Right? What, what are the chances of me getting another job? Right now, pre- pretty slim to none. If you have one, you're lucky. So, um, I've been talking for a long time because with boundaries, I can go on and on telling you, hey, this is a boundary you can set, and this is a boundary you can set, and you can set it with your family members. Like, I have, I talked to a second cousin that I grew up with. Um, they're my age, These second cousins, their father is my first cousin. He's 20 years older. Um, and I talked to his son who is only two years younger than me. And the boundary is we don't talk about my mother and he knows that and he respects it. And that's why we're able to talk because he doesn't, he doesn't push that boundary. He, he knows, he knows we don't talk about my mother. um, So it it just, it comes down to who is going to respect your boundary and who is going to push it. The people who push your boundaries don't respect what you say or what you've shown them don't deserve to be in your life. All right, guys, I'm going to end there. I'm sending you my love. I'm sending you I don't feel very peaceful today because I was woken up by construction in the house that was built behind the house I live in and it's been loud and I woke up and it's caused anxiety. Um, But I'm sending you my love and my, through osmosis, my knowledge and experience and hopefully you can put in place some of these boundaries even with other people, not just mom and dad. All right, guys, I love you, and until next time.